Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's Sal Capaccio. Filling up right behind the Bills bench right now with their flags and their hey, 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 hey. Hey, 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 hey. Let's go, Buffalo Chan. On WGR Sports Radio 550. I know how it works, but can we maybe just say head injury on Stillman? Like, let's be real, you know? My daughter was at that game Saturday, and Sal Capaccio on the Worcester Hotline. Sal, she took a, she happened to be taking a video of that fight. Maybe when it started, like she just quickly was in position to do that and was video videoing on her phone uh, that fight, and it's chilling that punch he takes. Like her her angle of it was even better than the yeah. TV one, and he just crumples to the ice. I mean, that's tough to watch. Yeah, we were watching it, and um, I it was the same thing for me. And I'm like, oh, here, and I said, oh, here comes Stillman. Like he, he just got into a fight, and then Max was upstairs. He comes down, and I'm like, ooh, he just he missed it. And I go, oh, buddy, he just got he got hit. I said, I don't. I don't know if we want to watch that again, I said, but it was pretty bad. And um, we did watch it again, and uh, it was it, it's just something you don't see that much of anymore. You don't see, even in the manner in which the fight started, you don't see that much anymore. Two guys look at each other, they drop the gloves and just square off. And then the punch like that, it was it was chilling. I think that's the word you just used, but um, for sure, I agree with you. And um, I hope he's okay, and it seems like at least you know there's, um, there's still some, some lingering effects from that. Each guy on their new team trying to show their stuff there. And what you also don't see very often in a hockey fight is after that punch was landed, the guy who threw it just stood there out of concern for him. Like, we're doing our jobs here. You know, yeah. you, you didn't see any sort of gloating like you might sometimes see anyway, but he just stood he stood there and yeah. waited with the officials to see Stillman get help. So um, quite, quite a lot to, to talk about here. I just saw... I don't know. Is mm-hmm. this is this interesting? Field Yates just tweeted every team's like final cap number or whatever it is for uh, uh, like it, it factors in incentives and bonuses and everything like that. Has the Bills at two twenty seven, and what the, what is the number two twenty four? I I'm sorry, you might not have even seen that, and I'm not. I can't tell you exactly what it is. But um, so let me look right now. I'm going to look at this here. 
And he says the NFL has finalized its year-end adjustment. Um, the figure was then added or subtracted from 224.8 to determine each adjusted cap number for 23. Okay, so 227. So that's how much the bills are allowed to spend, apparently, 227. Um, and we know the bills are right around 240-ish, I think, because okay. um, because uh, Brandon Bean said they're going to have to shave, you know, he said close to twenty million. I think it was about sixteen. This might be, this might mean they might be a little bit less than that that they have to shave off. So this is basically what that means. So every team technically has a different cap number. Yeah, I believe that's how it works here. Um, it's every team's adjusted cap number for uh, incentives, roster bonuses, and carryover cap space. So there's the hmm. there's the NFL cap space, and then there's bonuses that. Okay, so here's how it works. Sometimes you have to factor in a bonus for what your cap is, but if the player doesn't hit that bonus, you know, basically you get to use that next year. There's incentives that aren't hit. So they have to count because you can't just give all these players incentives and go over the cap. So if they don't, then you can use it the next year. And then there's the carryover. You know, you get to use any unused cap space from one year. You get to carry it over to the next. Like vacation days at a lot of places where people work, basically. Right? Yeah, you get to do it like that. So that's how all this works. So the Bills cap number is at 227.7, whereas the 49ers at 237.5. For example. All right. Well, I didn't do a good job asking you about this, but you answered it great. So I'm glad to know. Thank you. Uh, I think I learned something there, too. Each team has a technically a different number. Okay. Sal, I brought up because a couple of friends have brought it to my attention. Stefan Diggs on mm-hmm. Instagram, not following the Bills. Here we go, or can we just dismiss this? Like, I, I don't know. This is the kind of thing that I usually don't even realize is being talked about. But uh, since I got a couple of texts, like, how, to to what extent is it a serious thing to think that Stefan Diggs might not want to be here? Is that the right way to ask this? So I always get a little caught up in these questions because in this day and age, I think, you know, that this is the way a lot of younger people than me communicate and let their feelings be known. But at the same time, I think that, you know, there's usually generally to me not a lot to read into these things because um, there's all different reasons why you would act a certain way, tweet a certain thing or whatever. I, I usually go to when maybe during the season there's a tweet from an athlete and like, oh, my God, look at this. What does it mean about the player? I'm like, might just mean that, you know, something about their girlfriend. I don't know. Like, you never know right. with things like this. Um, so I wouldn't – I think in this case, sure, you could maybe read into something that maybe he's unhappy about something because that has happened before, as you pointed out. It happened back in Minnesota. That's how the Bills got him. Um, but I don't think anything has risen to the level of me being very concerned. And I'll tell you, part of, part of the reason is, few maybe a month ago, um, a little over that, Stefan Diggs apparently took off all of his pictures in Bills in a Bills uniform off his Instagram. And I'm like, oh, okay, well that's interesting. And then my wife actually pointed out to me, and I said, oh, yep, you're right. She said, yeah, but all he has left on his Instagram at that time, I don't know if it's changed, are basically pictures of him in clothing promoting stuff like ads it looked like it it basically looked like he was then taking his instagram and using it as more of a marketing tool than anything else it was if you look at his instagram and all the pictures they're him wearing clothing brands and and ads and things like that so that's why i never concerned myself with it so something like this i'm just not as concerned i'm like he's obviously using his social media for something maybe he's making a statement i wouldn't read into that because i know Going back to that particular case, the, you know, that was the point. And then there's the other part, which is, Mike, if 
if Stephon Diggs went today to Brandon Bean and said, I don't like it in Buffalo, I want to be traded, well, too bad. He just signed <laughs> a contract extension last year that gave him $70 million guaranteed, I think, maybe close to that, around there. And to trade him would before June 1st would literally cost the Bills $34 million in cap space. By the way, dead I, cap space. I need to do the thing he's doing, maybe with his clothes. I need to do that. I'm gonna go tonight. <laughs> right. I'm gonna go delete every picture of myself online and just have it only only woodchuck shirts from now on. That's it. Just there you go. Let liquor shirts and right. woodchuck. That's what we're gonna do. Nice move. All right. So from well, from the player standpoint, obviously we we don't know what he's thinking. I'm not gonna pretend to know what he's thinking. Could it mean something? Sure. I I don't really necessarily think that right now it hasn't risen to that or anything like that we haven't heard anybody say anything or report anything but from the team standpoint it doesn't matter even even if Stefan Diggs was unhappy about something it's not going to change anything they'll work it out because they have to because it's just financially almost impossible for the Bills to trade this player right now with as you're saying I mean really whether it's it's of course this would be the case when it comes to the team's comments but even with his like you just don't get anything incendiary publicly but the second half of this season and perhaps quintessentially the last game of the season the playoff loss is marked it's all marked with moments where Diggs is like what about me and say what you want about that I personally respectfully if this is how, how you feel I don't know but I cannot stand it when people tell me I just want I love that he wants to win because it is so blind to all the other players who also want to win probably just as much but can find the, they find the self-control to not embarrass their teammates in the process. Oh, by the way, most especially Josh Allen. Like, that is, I feel, like for me, that is a really bad take. Because you want, you want your guy to be able to control himself and, you know, work together with his teammates to get to the desired result. But, you know, he, yeah. he is competitive. And really, I just, I'm just meaning to, I, I forced in that point, Sal. But really just, it's like, yeah. there is some uncertainty about where his head is at. No doubt. And again, we have the historical evidence of what happened in Minnesota, right? Where there was a tweet and then the Bills noticed it. And the story goes that Brandon Bean, Joe Shane walked into Brandon Bean's office and said, hey, there's this tweet from Stefan Diggs. And they'd already checked on him mm-hmm. like that previous year. So they kind of circled back and, you know, things wound up. You know, I, I totally respect your point. And I understand it. And I to me, there, there's a lot of that I agree with. There's no doubt about it. I would say I think that um, I think that every team, every sport, but especially a football team when it's 53 players and it's such a, a physical, demanding and emotional sport, I think that you're going to always have different kinds of guys and different kinds of personalities. And you need them. I think you need all of those kinds of personalities to function to be able to go. I, I do think there's a time and place, though, for him to be able to dial that down. And he probably didn't do it well enough towards the end of the year. And. And I mean, he hasn't said that. You know, he's basically said, I'm an emotional guy. And I get that. I, I do want him to be emotional. I do want to see the emotion because that's who he is. I never want Stephon Diggs to not be himself. But I do think there's a time where you have to say, hey, this is, this is a playoff game. I got I to gotta kind of tone it down a little bit, rein it in a little bit. And I would say, for me, it was more the fact that he was a captain as well. Like, that matters to me. He's a captain. He's a leader of the team. And to to show that leadership, and that's why I actually I had a bit of an issue with him not sticking around after the last game and just bolting out of the locker room and not speaking. Um, you know, I think, I know that a lot of people oh cry me a river. We're in the media; they don't have they don't owe you anything. Of I get that, but right. I do. But I do th- I, right right. We all hear that. But I do think there's a a, a responsibility 
that you have when you are a captain of a professional sports team to be that person. Like, you're supposed to be the person, the, the, you know, the speaker for what happened, what didn't happen, what went right, what went wrong. Sal, like, of course. And you know what else? He would have had it in his mind what had just happened on the field, including his own demonstration on the sideline where he's screaming at Allen. If that were you or I, guess what? I have a chance after cooling down to go public and explain myself and even maybe whatever you'd be inclined to do. But if you do not like it when everybody is speculating about you all the time and you spend half your time on Twitter going on about how, well, you know, you don't know me kind of stuff, then why not take the opportunity afforded you and go out there and say, look, I just, it was heat of the moment. I love my teammates. I love him, whatever. You know, and if you don't, that's fine too. Say you don't. But if you're bothered, you're so bothered by people bothering you because, like, they can't get your story straight. How about tell your story? Then you won't have the problem. Seems pretty simple. Yeah, uh, it is. I I don't know if Stefan Diggs cares about that as much, though. I think he just he. I, I don't care if they're going to say anything about me or. He whatever. apparently and... does care a great deal about that. I think he's he seems to because he's always like. You know, it seems, again, right, who really knows, but it, it, all these references to how, like, people don't understand who I am and, you know, protect your peace and all this. Well, you know, why don't you explain yourself then? Then people won't bother you. Um, he also wrote something recently about how, was it yesterday, maybe a few days ago, I, I about how he likes to, you just said it, kind of screw around with people or yeah. like, uh, uh, you know, about how he might be feeling and putting it out on social media. So I never know what to think, you know, with a lot of these guys and they're all different in how they react to that. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a, I think it's something to at least pay attention to. But I mean, I have gotten no indication that the bills are particularly concerned about this right now. We haven't heard anything from any reporters. And I think that, you know, a lot of times this is the time of year where guys are getting released it's business it's emotional there's different things going on the teams are taking shape they're you know kind of uh, putting the pieces together for the next year so you're going to get a lot of different kinds of opinions from people about a lot of different kinds of things and i'll go back to what i said earlier though it kind of doesn't matter <laughs> it, no, ma- right. no matter no matter what stefan diggs feels here on march 6th the bills aren't trading them they they it would cost them 37 million dollars in dead salary cap space to do that so I, I would expect him to show up to training camp and say how much he loves Josh Allen, just like he did last year. I would, too, but I'm going to want to hear him say it. Sal mm-hmm. Capaccio on, on the Wesher Hotline. Um, where are we at on State of the Bills by position? Yeah, wide receiver. I did that over the weekend. I posted it today, and he obviously is. I actually addressed this. We, we just said. Um, I do make the point, though, if the Bills – like if, the, if it got to a point where something like this did happen and the Bills – made it a post-June 1 trade, they actually would um, save $8.4 million in calories, salary cap space. But it would still cost them $12 million in dead cap space. And, oh, by the way, he's great. So, you know, I mean, that's part of the point here. He's great. He's your number one wideout, and he's going to be. I think the question really comes in after that. Um, you know, Gabe Davis, I don't know if people realize the kind of season he actually did have. You know, he did finish number two in the NFL behind only only Jalen Waddell in yards per catch. It was a career-high 48 catches 836 yards, but he also, you know, had some inconsistencies, and that's noted. And you go through the list here. I have Isaiah McKenzie. I think it's very iffy if he's back on the roster. They can save some money there. Khalil Shakir, I'd like to see him play more, but what is their plan for him? And do they feel that, you know, he's a guy that is going to be in their plans to play more next year? I would think so, but at what capacity? There's going to be somebody added. How that goes about, the draft, early in the draft, free agency, what level player that is, I think – 
that's really interesting to me because I don't think they need the top guy. They have Diggs. And they also don't need, like, bottom feeders, if, if you want to call them that, the, the bottom of the depth chart. They need those guys right in the middle. They need one or two of those, I think, and that's, that's what's interesting here. I think Davis, What one phrase you're going to hear all the time this summer on him when talking about the upcoming season is, is who he is. I think that is now the yeah. bottom line on Davis is, yes, you're going to get y- yards per catch because he's a big play guy. But you're gonna. It's gonna be erratic, and he's not gonna separate. You know, like I think we know. I think we know. Useful player. You could do worse, but you could also mm-hmm. do better. Like he's not T. Higgins or even close, really, to that that kind of level. Maybe that's the best number two receiver in the NFL or Waddle. So, you know, okay, I can make that work. He, he's definitely a playmaker, and if I can, you know, give Allen time and compliment Diggs and Davis with a couple other interesting pieces, then I'm. Well, I might win 13 games again. <laughs> you know, like I'm okay. I don't need to. I don't need to sub him out. No, and he plays a lot. He's a really good blocker. They like to have him on the field for that. Um, you know, and for the people always say to me, "Why is he playing over Stefan Diggs?" Well, th- that's that's the reason. Whether you agree or not, that's the reason. He he can play in any situation. He can go deep. We know that he's a big play guy. Um, you know, he can catch shorter passes, although it's not necessarily what they normally have him do, and he can block, and that's a big part of why he plays so much. I'm just really interested, I think, in, you know, it's not even Diggs or Davis. I think, you know, they're in trying to play here. I think Shakir is going to play. He's going to have his time. It's going to be more next year. McKenzie, Cole Beasley, Jamison Crowder, like the slot position just feels like it's got something's got to happen here. What is that? Do they want to run it back and try and bring Cole Beasley back? Even if he did, I think it would be almost like a like a tryout. He'd come back to camp. It's not the guy you're relying on. Do they think more in there that they didn't get from McKenzie that they thought they were going to get last year? I don't know. That's tough to see necessarily happening. And then Jameson Crowder's interesting. It never really was able to happen because he got hurt. And I remind people, like, he was the team's number one punt returner going into last year as well. If you move on from Naeem Hines because of his contract like we talked about, suddenly he becomes even more important maybe to, to, to bring back if you liked the reason why you brought him in in the first place, but it just wasn't able to work out because he got injured in week four. And Crowder is up, right? So like, Yes, you'd have to he's a free agent, yep. Go back to him, go and do I that. And I can't imagine, Mike, there'd be much of a market for him. But look, I mean, the Bills paid him $1.975 last year, close to $2 million. I mean, good luck to him if he gets that. I, I don't think the Bills should or will give him that much money again. He's probably looking at a less deal. He's now been in the league, you know, what, eight years, I think it is. Um, so we'll see if he uh, gets that kind of money. But that might depend on that. And if, if he feels like it was a spot that he liked to be in in the short time he was here and the Bills feel they'd like to get him back, then there's probably something they can work out there. With Sal Capaccio, just a couple more minutes here, Sal. How much of the combine did you digest? I was dialed into some of the um, the 40 and the quarterbacks throwing the receivers. And so receivers, tight ends a little bit. Um, not a ton of stuff, but I watched a little bit of that. So something we could talk about tomorrow, because I'm going to work on tight ends, Mike, mm-hmm. is I, I I am starting to really warm up to that and think about that as a potential even first-round pick oh, for this baby. team. Oh, baby. Um, you know, I Talk know that slower. they have to add it wide receiver. Yeah, there you go. I know they have to add it wide receiver. And so pass catcher. I just think if you look historically the last few years, let's look at how they've operated. They brought Tyler Croft in. It kind of eh, didn't really work out the way they wanted. He had some injuries. 
They tried to sign Rob Gronkowski. We know that. Both Rob Gronkowski and the Bills have said that. So that's a fact. That tried. They, they looked into doing that. They did sign O.J. Howard. He didn't work out. He wasn't quite the athlete they thought he'd be. He didn't have, you know, maybe lost a step, whatever it was. And now you have this really good tight end class. And there's guys out there, I think, in the Bills, they want to be better up front. We know that. We know they want to add weapons. Well, one way to do that is maybe you get a guy who can do a little bit of both. <laughs> you can block a little bit better and put teams in a bind because you have a guy that can go out and catch passes. Are you saying what I think you're saying, which is that which is? you and I are going to be on Darnell Washington at 27? Is that what you're saying right here? Because it sounds like it. I think Darnell Washington is a very, very um, – intriguing player for the Bills at 27, yes. Ooh. Or is it 28? Have we figured that 27 out 27 is the, they, it, it would be 28, but Miami's pick was forfeited. So it's the literal, literally it's the 27th pick. It is the 27th pick. I think it will go down officially as the 28th pick. Okay. I think they have to do that for bookkeeping purposes because of 32 first Well, what picks. do you want to call it then? You want to call it 28? I want to call it 28, but he'd be the 27th player off the board. I oh, think everything I, I do, this. Mike, because of, well, well I think for me... It's not, a, it's not like a personal preference. I think for me to keep things straight, I have to go by how the NFL treats it for all my reporting. Okay. Boy, we were doing so well. We even yeah, found a player we both want, and then you have to go and bring this up. All right. And the reason why is I went back. Do you remember when the um, Patriots forfeited a first-round pick uh, yes, I do. several years but ago? But it was the last pick, wasn't it? No. Okay, maybe not. Anyway. Couple. May, I, there was one. Maybe it wasn't them. I went back and looked, and I think they still had 32 official picks listed that year in the first round. There was a forfeited pick in the first round one year. I went. I did go back and look. It's. I have to go back and check again, but I think that's why. But Darnell Washington, yes, I do think that would be a player that I could see on the Buffalo Bills and somebody who would fit all of these things we're talking about. Holy cow, that guy did everything. He had the third yeah, fastest. Yeah, I mean, did he short... do so much that other teams are going to want him now? That's what Zach thinks. That's what Zach thinks. He's like, he won't be there. I'm like, won't be there. We weren't even talking about him in the first round at all. But he had the third fastest short shuttle time in the combine. The two guys on top, Smith and Jigba, the receiver, was number one. They're both like 5'10", 180 or something like that. This guy's 6'7", 265. And he put that up, ran a 4'6", you know, a twisting one-handed sideline catch. Leaping in the air, like Beckham style. Just this. Sal, we're going to have some fun that. here. We are going to have some fun here. Yeah, it's, it does make it intriguing. But I, um, good. I'm glad you're on this because now we got something really. Uh, maybe you and I can. Dri- Jeremy's driving the wide receiver train. Maybe you and I can drive the tight end train. <laughs> okay. Close enough to wide receiver. All right. <laughs> Thanks, right. Sal. You got it. Sal Capaccio's visits on WGR brought to you by Outlet Liquor, your place to buy a case. What's your outlet? Also, outletliquor.com, by the way. Paul next. I want a few minutes with Paul just to set tonight up. Edmonton in town. Big week for the Sabres, of course. We'll do that. Brad Spielberger of PFF coming up at 5. The Raiders have just reportedly tagged Josh Jacobs. So there's a potential free agent not going to market. Tony Pollard, same with Dallas today. Tomorrow is the deadline for this, and the big one is Lamar Jackson. Ozzie Newsom with the Ravens said they will tag Jackson if they can't get him signed before tomorrow. And what are the odds, given everything you've heard, that they get him signed before tomorrow? Sabres and Oilers tonight, pregame at 6.30. Bulldog is back tomorrow. This is Mike Shope on WGR. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. <laughs> 